Blog Talk Radio. who's already tuned in. This is Marty Oakley of TS Radio Network, and my co-host tonight is Kaz Scaife. And we got a lot of ground to cover before Christmas this year. This is our last show for the year, and we're taking a break. And it's going to work out just right because we've got a huge case in progress that we are very active on, and we're going to need the time. We'll be reporting on that in January. Um, there is so much going on, I, nobody can believe it. Um, it's like they've kicked this guardianship thing into high gear. And if you've noticed across the web, they keep showing like um, caregivers, uh, some nurses, some relatives who, you know, were exploiting the elderly and abusing them. But it is a rare thing. They pick one of these professional predators and bring them to justice. It is a rare thing. It has to be something really bad like April Parks or Rebecca Furley. And, but the rest of these people run under the radar, and they are a danger to society. They are a danger to everyone around them. They are a danger to their community at large. And you need to be wary of these people because this is, these are predators by nature. And they're not like the rest of us. And so it's just a matter of we've got to watch what we're doing here. Because, um, I don't even know where to start tonight. This is our Christmas show, as much of a Christmas yeah. show as we're going to do. And um, yeah. we just, yeah, I, I, I just don't know about these people. I don't know what's wrong with them. I, why would you want to make your living preying on other people, especially people that were vulnerable? And, you know, I've harped all year long about people losing their identity, losing their legal capacity, meaning the right to their own life, the right to their own Mm -hmm. name. And people say, oh, you're just exaggerating. No, I'm not. Look it up, damn it. Do something besides hit, you know, like and love on Facebook. Actually do some research. Look up these terms, legal agency, legal capacity. And see what they mean. And this is exactly what happens to people in probate. And the idea, like, say, because that this is running across the country. In every probate court in the country are these rackets running. And these are rackets that should be prosecuted under RICO. Yes, absolutely. um, Yes. And uh, you can prove the collusion between the hearing examiner ministerial clerk, magistrate, whatever they're calling that person up there who's fraudulently calling themselves a judge, they are not a judge. That has a specific legal meaning within context of the law. They are not judges. They don't deal with the law. They deal with statute and code. We just, we're in a battle for our lives, literally. 
our parents, yeah. our grandparents, anybody that's related to us or that we know that has a uh, maybe got an insurance settlement from a disability or an accident or something, anybody who's chronically ill that has a steady income stream from whatever source, insurance or whatever, these people are all in jeopardy. They are all in danger of being targeted by these vultures. And we see it every single day. The people, because mm-hmm. you look at the people that have come out just this year and contacted us about what's happening oh. to them and their families. It it's just, ramped up. Yes. It's ramped up. Yes. Yeah. And it's, mainstream I think media. So. I think it's, yeah, I think it's the pimple about to explode or the boil is about to explode because yeah. you can't, if you start ramping it up, you can't hide under the rock anymore. It's too, it's too much going on. Yeah. So, you know, and, you know that's, shouldn't have got so greedy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they got greedy. Yeah. Well, that and they were getting away with so much with no repercussion mm-hmm. and no blowback. Mm-hmm. And yep. actually getting protection uh, in a, in one form or another. Uh, yeah. Look at how many of these people are supposed to be these big shot guardians or viewed as big pillars of society. And, you know, they're oh, yeah. good friends with this person and that person. And mm-hmm. here they are just run-of-the-mill grifters. Just conning people, yeah. And but they're destroying lives. And I, you they, know, as they we don't talked care. about, before, they want money. No, yeah, exactly. They, don't they care. do not care. And like we've mm-hmm. talked about so many times, how do you do this day in and day out, and go home as if nothing happened, and get up and do it again the next day? You're well, you know, on people. Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like when you think about like these serial killers and they keep getting away with their crime, but they finally, you know, they always get caught because they start to get sloppy. Yeah. And yeah. I know that day is coming, they're going to get sloppy. And that's how well, these criminals get caught. The yeah. day is coming well, and we're just watching them. And it yeah, they're getting so greedy that they're just blatantly doing this. And the thing is just like when these serial killers get caught, they get it's always because they're sloppy. You're gonna get yep. caught. Well, and these yep. people have gotten away with so much, so many times. Yeah. And it, as we've talked about so many times, cause this all pivots around and is facilitated by that hearing examiner. They're the ones mm-hmm. that make sure that system runs unimpeded. Oh um, yeah. That they can get away with whatever they want. One of the things that mm-hmm. <laughs> we've been encountering is that when one of these hearings is going on, uh, they won't allow anybody in the courtroom who yep. is supporting the targeted victim. Now, you had experience with that, didn't you? Yes, I did. In and in case- fact, this happened in um, Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. So we will be ah. discussing what happens in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. And upon further research, I believe that my rights under the Sixth Amendment of the United States Constitution were violated. So I would love Uh, to have listeners, yeah, I believe they were violated. And so I feel that today we're going to discuss the Sixth Amendment of the United States Constitution and why that, why our founding fathers wanted a Sixth Amendment. Although it looks like it was ratified, I just did a little peek, in 1791. But anyway, it goes back way back. And the reason why this amendment is in our Constitution is because back in like feudal times like back in you know when England was the king of England was running everything they had what was called a star chamber 
And basically, these are closed hearings where your supporters are not allowed to be in there hearing what's going on. So, you know, for example, if you were, you know, they wanted to do like a contempt of court or something, they would make sure to not allow anybody to be in in there to witness what was going on. They won't allow their supporters. Now, this is what they did, you know, back in the 1400s and 1500s. And then they'd, you know, do what was called a star chamber. They'd all be in collusion doing their thing. And then they would throw someone in jail or, you know, put them in whatever, feed them to the lions. And they would say, well, we found them guilty. There was this, there was this, this." but there was no witnesses in there to see what really happened. And so that's called a star chamber. And if that would ever happen in the United States, that would be a violation of the Sixth Amendment. And that is why that was put in our Constitution, is that there should always be somebody able to, a supporter to be able to have that open and to have people be allowed to see that. So what happened in my case, which I do have court documents to prove, and I also have the testimony of many people who were kicked out, they were told that they weren't allowed to be in the hearing because basically, oh, it's, you know, guardianship. Blah, blah. No, this wasn't about guardianship. This was about removing my rights as the guardian of my uncle. This was about demonizing me. This was an eight-hour trial. There was more attorneys sitting in there than the O.J. Simpson trial against little me. Go see cat me and see if you find anything on me. I, I'm not this felon that's like running out there doing that. But if you would read those court transcripts, Marty, I am one of the worst people that you should ever know. I shouldn't have ever even been a mother. I'm that terrible of a person. So anyway, it's all in the court documents. We had to pay $1,600 to get those court documents and we have them. So. Well, if anyone would like to uh, see what I'm saying, I we can produce this for you. So anyway, there you go. I'm, yeah. So so before the trial starts, these attorneys, these assholes, are looking around like, oh, I don't recognize you, and they go and they're whisper, whisper, point, point, and then Judge Ott is like, well, who are you? How are you related? Blah blah blah. You can't be here. So my Sixth Amendment right was violated. I was basically without any evidence, which basically I believe, in my opinion, I was railroaded in a star chamber. And this is yeah. what they did to me. So I, here I am well, in a star chamber, which shouldn't be happening in the United States, but there I am. They, with no evidence, I'm just this worst person ever. And, you know, even though I had evidence on the other guardian and the things that they were mm-hmm. doing, um, and I, and, oh, I have the court records and the medical records to back up what I'm saying, Marty. And so does wow. the court because we, we submitted them all. So anyway, in my star chamber, I'm accused of this terrible person, all these things, even this other person who, you know, over-medicating someone on five milligrams of Halidol, which was against the 1987 Nursing Home Act signed by Ronald Reagan. Those things didn't matter in my star chamber. We had to ignore all that evidence. And basically, oh. I, yeah, oh, yeah, that uh, that's in the court records, Marty, so I can back up what I'm saying. And anyway, so my star, that's what went on in my star chamber. And my family yeah. wasn't even allowed. My family wasn't even allowed to be there. My sister was made to sit out. And, you know, my sister, she's my best friend. Yeah. My sister was made to sit out in the hallway along with my cousins, and they couldn't be in there. And my supporters. Uh-huh. I had other supporters who were non-family. They were kicked out as well. And you know what? All these people could testify that they were kicked out. 
because I was denied my Sixth Amendment rights. So what should happen now if we would find out that people are starting to be denied their Sixth Amendment rights? What I mean, I mean, what if what if I did something so egregious that they would throw me in jail that day? I mean, yeah. and the way the way the threatening things that they were accusing me of, I I mean, I wondered. You just have to leave well, like wonder. That's what I've he tried to just, tell people that encounter this for the first time, and I don't hear it as much as I did ten, twelve years ago. But you must have done something wrong. Well, they must have done something <laughs> wrong, or they wouldn't have done that. People are finally figuring out you don't have to do anything at all. This no. is a rigged system. And once they target that victim, yes, it's Mm -hmm. all over. It's a done deal before you ever step foot in there. And if what you're doing is on the up and up and you have evidence to support the charges you are living, why wouldn't you want witnesses to your good work? But the fact is you, you, this is a pack of predators. This is a racket that's Mm -hmm. running through that court, that tribunal, and they don't want any witnesses. They do not want any witnesses to their corruption, Mm-mm. and so everybody and gets kicked out. Yeah, and yeah. it's against it's against the Sixth Amendment. Well, it's so, against a lot I mean, of things. Yeah. yeah, shouldn't a judge know the law? If you're going to be the judge or the whatever the hearing examiner, shouldn't isn't that but like they, a requirement they, that you should have that sitting in front of you? No, I should follow they, the law. They don't. No, they don't. They don't follow law. In fact, that's why right. these tribunals were set up outside of civil and criminal courts. And they all, every state did this almost simultaneously here about 20 years ago, maybe a little longer. And they took all family court, including guardianship issues, and moved them into these special tribunals. But they call it a court. Mm-hmm. It isn't a court. It's a tribunal. And they make their own rules. They don't follow the law. You don't have any constitutional rights. Um, you don't have anything, but you're not in a court of law. And that's specifically why these probate courts and children and families were set up the way they are, to void your constitutional rights and the law. So what you have is these bar association members, these guardianship association members, nursing home members, who all get together and write the statute and code, of course, to benefit them. And it has nothing to do with the law, nothing. And that person sitting up there doesn't have to have any law background whatsoever. They aren't dealing with law. So usually there's somebody's drunk brother or sister or somebody else who, you know, has pulled off some other rotten, dirty deals, and they're handed one of these tribunals because it's a regular little moneymaker. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, they estimate 5 to $10 billion a year, and maybe higher, is stolen from elderly people and people who are, you know, have medical conditions every year by these predators running in these tribunals. Mm-hmm. And yet... Not one of our congressmen, although that may have changed today, because <laughs> I don't want to say too much here, but it looks like we might have some support. And yeah, but otherwise, yeah, otherwise. Well, um, it's like I said, they, it's like I said, Marty, as just like serial killers, they get sloppy. Sometimes people get yeah. sloppy and they violate your yeah. Sixth Amendment rights. And all of a sudden yeah. we wake up and we realize, yeah, they do. Yeah. 
They get sloppy. <laughs> Did yep. you know another thing? Um, because sometimes if you are, if you know, because we have heard that sometimes in court people can be told that they're going to be held in contempt of court. Did you know that it needs to be, that you need to have a malicious intent to be held in contempt of court. So people need to realize that if you're being held, yeah, it needs to be malicious intent. So whatever it is, whatever the thing is, like I wonder this guy who was the treasure treasure guy that doesn't want to say where he found the the treasure, was his intent malicious? You know, I wonder, I wonder if it was like, you're just not telling them where yeah. you found that treasure. What was there? I, I don't know what state that case is, but that's, you know, that's the one that we're talking about the contempt in court, yeah. the treasure hunter. And if yeah. the treasure hunter didn't have a malicious intent, this is wrong. And if the treasure hunter was not allowed to have his supporters in that courtroom, we got a right. problem. That's a violation yeah. of his sixth amendment. Right. You know, well, it's I don't a know. Maybe of that's a lot why. Yeah. yeah, maybe yeah. that's why this treasure hunter story is making it all over the news. That's been sitting in jail well, for the, like six or eight years now. But like I say, because these are tribunals, they sidestep the mm-hmm. Constitution. These are actually, right. you know, outliers to the Constitution. They don't have to follow yeah. the Constitution, and they don't. So you don't have any rights when you step in there. You don't have any rights. You You know what gets me is I think about people who are in the military and basically they take an oath to like protect the constitution, but now we have courts that aren't even following the constitution. That's that's egregious. I have family that are that have served in the military. My father, Harvey, you know, other family, they have served in the United States military, and that is one of their pledges that they to uphold the Constitution. And to think that people can go into these courts, and there are people out there putting their lives on the line for the Constitution, and that a judge doesn't have to follow that, we have a problem. How many veterans would like to know that this is happening in this country? Marty? Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, I got bounced off. Okay. The, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I got bounced yeah. out of the internet. Okay, we've got oh, someone goodness. here calling in. Yeah, okay. from uh, six, 614. Hang on. Okay. Okay, and I think I know who this is. Hello, okay. this is Marty. What? Hi, can you hear me, Marty? Yeah, hi, Chris. Yeah. How you doing? 
I'm good. Merry Christmas hey, Chris. all, if we're allowed to say that. Hi, God, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> so nice to hear your voice. Oh, it I, is. It's been a long time. What's yeah. the weather like in Christmas in Australia? Like, it's is hot. it snow I'm or Melbourne hot? at the moment. It's hot here at the moment. And it's it, look, it's a lovely day today. Uh, finally, people have some freedom in, in Victoria. So it is... Um, it is quite lovely here in Victoria. So, yes, uh, Merry Christmas to all your listeners and let's hope 2022 will break this guardianship racket. I've been yeah. listening in intently. Um, agree with everything you guys are saying. I always do. Um, we yeah. have the same problem here in, in, in Australia. Yeah. We're hoping next year this... Um, look, look, I agree... On, on many aspects, uh, looking at this guardianship system, and many of us have been, many many of our members have been uh, dealing with guardianship for decades. But you know, there's no other word to describe this but blood money. It's it's a system yes. of hunting our most vulnerable. They need new blood. They need new clients to finance their predatory little racket. Um, yep. They have a monopoly over the whole judiciary, as we know. From the minute they target you, right down to the minute they that you die and those files are sealed, this is racketeering. State and federal sanctioned abuse, violence, neglect and exploitation of our most vulnerable. There's no other word to describe this. You have to seeing is believing, really. We had a new member last week who who um called in and, and spoke to me and was actually quite quite shocked really. Oh sorry, I hear a rattling is it it's not from my end. It might be from no. your end, Marty, I'm not sure. Can you hear it? Or is it just me? Yeah. Oh sorry. Um what what um, uh, what this member called me up and uh, told me. I'm sorry, can you hear me? I love you. I love you and you have a safe trip. Oh there's a baby. Can you hear the baby in the background? So cute. Sorry, okay, you, I, I think I might have had a. I've got a cross line. Yes. Yeah, you can work tomorrow. You come work. You work tomorrow. You make more cookies if you want. Yes. <laughs> We're making cookies. Yeah, I do too. Good at cooking cookies. Okay. I'm not very good at making cookies. But... I thought I had. I thought I had it muted. Oh, that's no. all. <laughs> okay. That's all right. I'm just getting jealous. I'm celebrating here all the way from Australia. No one can make cookies. Yeah. Go here and make some cookies. Okay. Oh, I want cookies. <laughs> just don't get any guardianship don't, cookies. Don't trust oh, anyone yeah. that says they're guardians with cookies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's, it's amateur hour with me, I guess. All right. No, all good. They're all kids. They're I, I'm very sleep deprived. I have um, only had about four or eight hours of sleep in the last three days because I am one what? busy baker. <laughs> oh, look, I love cooking. Um, I, well, not I don't. Not, look, I, I'd love to know how to cook properly. I like to cook, but I'm, I'm not a natural. A lot of people are naturally gifted in those sort of areas. I'm probably good at bookkeeping and all of that, but cooking. Look, you know, my kids think, you know, I'm, I'm okay, but um, they don't really have anything to compare it to. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That's me. If I can make fried so, chicken you know, every night, we'd be good. 
you know. Oh, yeah. I can make fried chicken. But Christmas is good. It's good. It's a good time. You know, family getting together, all of us. And, you know, and that's, that's what, you know, it's that we're in that mood now, in that festive sort of relaxed mood. And it's really, I guess, hard for people in our field in guardianship when they're not, you know, they're separated from their loved ones. I think that's really, or loved ones have died. It's, and it's their first yeah. Christmas, you know, without their loved ones. Oh, I, think it's, mm-hmm. I think psychologically, you know, Christmas can be really hard on people, on all of us in guardianship. I really do think so. Um, well, you know, you Christmas know, Day and your, your dad or your mum's not there, or it's horrible. That, that uh, article I published here just a little while back about vitamins rules for coercion, and, of course, mm. the first thing in the brainwashing, it involves brainwashing, Total control, mm. but the first thing they do is isolation. It, for, yes, especially for an elderly person to be traumatized mm-hmm. and terrorized by being ripped away from their family, their friends, from everything they know so that somebody yep. can steal their assets is absolutely disgusting. And then threaten constantly, threaten constantly. And, you know, the family is tormented. This doesn't just affect the... Uh, victim, but it's a downstream effect. The whole family's affected, and it's yes, just it absolutely, is. you know, the damage this does. And like I say this is done just like there in Australia, in full view and knowledge of the government, of elected officials, of people who could do something and don't. Why is this so allowed is, to yeah. run? Money sociopathy you've got people who are sociopaths who enjoy it they're employed to do it so you'd employ a select person who has absolutely no empathy whatsoever who probably should be guardianized themselves um but they can still function because they they run on on that level of no empathy and quite frankly are sociopathic money is always the driving force revenge i've seen as well people just do it because they can and, um, you know, you, you start to see it's a type of person. And, I, look, to be honest, I've actually seen so-called victims come to, to Asgard. They're not victims at all. They're actually uh, trying to learn more about the system so then they can either target one of their loved ones, and I'm very wary with whom I deal with now, uh, because, in effect, you're, you're, by explaining guardianship, you're actually explaining the system but you're also empowering people who are psychopaths or sociopaths and they use the the tools to their advantage to take advantage of their own family members or or neighbors and look we've, we've seen it all recently we went to a funeral i spoke to this poor gentleman here in victoria i wasn't allowed to see him the nursing home wouldn't allow us to see him and he was telling me you know, he said, Christine, and he told another member, Eva, um, he said to us, both of us on the phone, you know, people are placing documents in front of me to sign. Now, he's got no children, no next of kin. So they're placing documents in front of me to sign, new, you know, blank documents. I don't know what I'm signing. And I want to be buried in a particular cemetery. And we made sure that, you know, Eva did, made sure that he was buried uh, where he wanted to be. And that was a really good outcome for him. But who are these people that are preying on these vulnerable people? It could be a neighbour. It could be a, a predator. But we, we rarely see that. We see there's always a rat bag in the family, but we see often good family members trying to protect their loved one, 
We saw it in yes. Yana's case, uh, one of our members. She's trying to, you know, there are people that are trying to protect a loved one or raise a concern or raise an investigation or raise something to that effect. No one investigates elder abuse, not in Australia. What they mm-hmm. do is you report a crime and they say, thank you very much, we'll take it from here. And they remove all the family. They work out which family members they can work with to give the illusion that, you know, like the other family members. And we often see it, that the really good, decent family members are portrayed, as Gos would say, as evil, you know, untrustworthy, um, they can't be trusted, and they're painted. I was painted as the devil. I mean, in a closed court, no one was allowed in, not even my husband. I was look, Satan would come off better than I did. And I, what evidence? There's no evidence at all. And you sit there and you think, how can they get away with it? Because this, from start to end, is a racket. And when you tell people like this new member that we had, she couldn't believe it happened to her. They took her son away from her. She said she wasn't even given the opportunity to say anything. She just applied for guardianship at the age of 18, which is standard here. And a service provider just jumped in, made any false allegations, no testing of these allegations whatsoever. They don't have to do that. So no testing of the allegation. That night, the police and the Office of the Public Advocate locked up and took this non-verbal child away. They love non-verbal or deaf children in Australia. They are worth a mint. We have an insurance scheme that, that could amount to over a million dollars per person per year. And what you do is you lock these people away, you isolate the family, you deny them every access and every service, but you falsify the invoices for the federal government and you create this system of billing because there's no auditing, right? So you create this system that entraps them, okay? And the guardians work with that system. It is the biggest racket I've ever seen. So we don't have just the elderly in Australia. We have the young. Anyone worth their value is targeted. I call it blood money. It is blood money and the states have a monopoly and it is a state-sanctioned system. And I don't know, in America, I think you have a private... What they're trying to do, and there's a swap now I'm seeing. In America, the private system where you've got lawyers coming in and, you know, praying and, and, and guardians, okay, and... People are screaming out for the state to step in. Be very careful because they may adopt the system that we have here, which is a state and territory sanctioned, you know, violent. But Chris, that's the way it is here. Yeah. That's the way it is here. Uh, Like I say, there isn't a representative or senator out there that has not been approached, either state or federal, by families suffering under this system. They all know about it, and yet they do nothing. We get one bill after another put out. I call them fluff and buffs. Uh, You know, the guardian protection is – oh, shut up. And you read this thing. There's no crime cited. There's, you know, there's no penalty. There's no enforcement. There's nothing. And, you know, but we're we're doing this for the elder. No, you're not. This is a piece of crap. And it does nothing except waste everybody's time. The worst part of it is too many people will read the title to the bill and think, oh, yay, but they don't read the text. 
and yeah. they they cheer these bills and I, I'm thankful you know as I've said one one said to me the one time I'll take what I can get my response was you got nothing are you happy with that and this is the way to this constant con game all the time whether it's from the courts and these tribunals whether it's from politicians from governors from the DOJ whomever it is it's this constant calm game. So what this tells me is they want these people gone. Do you understand what I'm saying? They want yes, yes, the elderly people yes, gone. Yes. And the other thing is you well, mentioned about the, the funeral. What we're beginning to realize here is many times, of course, one of the first things they do, even though somebody will have made funeral arrangements for when they pass, they throw those away. And you don't know for two weeks, three weeks, two months that the person has passed away. They say, oh, we cremated them. But what we think they're actually doing is selling them for body parts. And, of course, when they say we cremated, there's no evidence. But this is what we think they're doing is um, because this is big, big, big business globally. This is why they here they pass the live birth abortions. Um, they let those babies they deliver him and then let them die worth a fortune worth an absolute fortune this wasn't about a woman's right to choose this was about making these fetuses available for research and body parts and everything else they sell them to colleges universities uh, science centers they sell them all over the place and i think they're doing we have that um guy on the show here barry Tobb from alabama and he had been on the um, whistleblower so that CBS ran for a short time but they got nailed for setting up the interviews and to make everybody look bad and but he had been a mortuarian for like 30 years and he started noticing that when he got bodies to prepare for funeral they were missing like bones and tendon and this and that and something else and the man who he worked for told him to use PVC pipe and put in there so that people didn't know this had been done. And he's telling a friend of his about it. And he said, you need to report that. He's got a friend at the FBI sent Barry to him. And he said, yeah. He said, this is, you know, you can't do this. Well, come to find out this is a whistleblower award on this. And he was supposed to get, I can't remember what it was, but he should have got somewhere around $1.4 million because he saved the government $14 million and some by putting a stop to this and money they recovered and he never saw a dime and uh, the attorneys took it and this one took it and that one took it put this man out of his work but this was my first inkling that this is what they were doing that they, they, they're parting these bodies out and this is why it's so important for them to cremate and you don't know till way after the fact is because they didn't cremate anything they sold it off and um, it just, it, I'm telling you, this has become so ghoulish that uh, I told Cuz, I said, they've figured out a way to make money on us even when we die. And, um, you know, they were interested yeah. in that last dime out. And um, well, I, I don't hmm. know. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I, I'll tell you what, I, when I hear, and uh, look, I always say to people, I would have been, one of those with the tinfoil hats, I would have said, no, 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 this is all insane. So I look at the legislation. So in Australia, I never had any evidence of organ, organ tissues or anything like that. And I thought, no, nah, that must be, you know, just a figment of 
you know, conspiracy theory. Until the uh, Western Australia passed legislation last year that clearly indicated in writing that those under guardianship could be tested for new vaccines, new bit by bit trauma, and the tissues could be removed. I saw it, it's there, it's in the legislation. And it was the first piece of evidence that I saw that the Guardian, now we all know that the Guardian has complete control over your medical and your and your dental and everything else, so we know that. But it was actually, mm-hmm. the, and I'm sure there's more legislation out there, but it was the first current legislation I saw and that Chris saw and Maria saw that said, hey, here it is, black and white. They can actually remove organs legally yep. under, um, under public guardianship. And it was quite scary to see and it was scary to see legislation that allowed vulnerable yep. people to be tested you know to be tested for anything I mean this is 1940 stuff and then as you yeah. know Australia went into a severe lockdown that you know reverberated worldwide and mm-hmm. you know I'm in the epicenter I'm in the epicenter of that and still tell people when we tell people they can do this and the first thing I always see is the disbelief, uh, new members yeah. coming in, they can't do this. You know, they, they, people start rattling out human rights. We don't have, we don't have any in Australia. We don't, we have, we, mm-hmm. they may have signed up to human rights in seven of these treaties, but when they are tested in a, in a courtroom, a judge, and, and, and the judges are right when they say this, it's not law. We do not have a Bill of Rights in Australia. We, do, we right. have a constitution with limited, uh, human rights in there. Uh, we don't have we don't have human rights. We don't have a bill of rights. So we here in Australia are you know perfect for um, uh, you know any takeover if you want to look at it in that way. So yeah, what's happened in in, in Australia in the last two years should really scare, and I think it has wake up every Australian. Uh, they don't have the freedoms they think they have. It's all an illusion. Right. And the reality well, that's is, the way we follow, it is here. Yeah, yeah, it's scary. And it then is. you see, Marty, we had a review. Uh, well, Tasmania, I'll give you an example. Tasmania had a review into guardianship, or I'd say the public trustee part of guardianship, the money. And we spoke to Mr. Damien Bark, who chaired the, um, the committee. It was very nice. There was no issue. I, and he did touch on the social worker slash guardianship model of targeting um, vulnerable people. But interestingly, and I believe this and so do, so do others, he, their hands are tied. The committee's hands are tied mm-hmm. by the terms of reference because the government, the state government, selects what can be raised. So they have very strict criteria. We broke away from that. We weren't interested in talking about the fee structure all the filing system, all the phone calls, all customer relations. The reality is, you know, this system is targeting everyday vulnerable Tasmanians who are caught in a system of no escape. This is not like a service provider. I don't like my phone phone provider. I will change. Mm-hmm. Once you're caught by the guardians, you can't escape. You cannot right. elect a person down the road and say, look, 
I do struggle with looking after my expenses or such and such has abused me. I do need a little bit of help. I don't like this provider. I'd like to go down the road. It doesn't work that way. Once you're targeted, they take your identity, as we've always discussed. It's a transfer of your identity. You die under law. Okay, they whack a yep. nice fee and then they use your money to keep you entrapped. You can't escape. Yep. You either escape by dying, okay, or fleeing the, the state to get away from them. Mm-hmm. And even then, they will hunt you down because that's what it is. They're, it's hunger games, hunger games on the yep. vulnerable, okay? We and they make up. money off them and they're yep. criminals. We, I just, the whole system is criminal. We had uh, Joanna Bogalis up there in Minnesota. She and her mother both held um, dual citizenship with Greece. And they targeted her mother, who had a large estate. They even sold the house that was owned by Joanne. And she spirited her mother out of the country to Greece, where they live now. And she could never come back to the U.S. because if she does, the minute she steps foot on U.S. soil, they'll arrest her. And the fiduciary company up there is still tapping that estate, claiming they're playing out 3000 a month in medical bills. No evidence that (laughs) they claim they don't know where she is, so we don't know whose bills they're paying. Um, They they were taking her Social Security for quite some time, and Joanna finally got that rectified, and now she's getting Social Security. But the idea that people have to flee the country to get away from these people from these predators, yeah. and there sits our representatives and our senators, and they're like, well, well, what do you want me to do? Well, you know, um, and I'll tell you one of the most insulting things I heard here a couple months back was, I have really important things to worry about. Excuse me, I would think yeah. human trafficking and estate theft was pretty darn high up there, but maybe I'm wrong. And um, But this is, mm-hmm. it, it has gotten out of hand. And like Kazi was talking earlier, running everybody out of the courtroom, and they did. They absolutely shredded her, sliced her, diced her, threw her up in the air, and stomped on her. Oh, yeah. No witnesses. No witnesses. Yep. They run everybody out of the courtroom, so there's no witnesses. Um, these, If you're going to do this to someone, it should be done in full view of the public. Present your evidence. And yeah. don't just make the charge. Present your evidence. But they produced, like in Kaz's case, they produced none. None. They just simply oh, defamed got, her. Go ahead. Yeah, I had a funny one. So they would talk about these phone calls. They'd be like, well, the Guardian made this phone call and this phone call and this phone call. And I'm like, produce the phone records, please. No, there's no phone records. They just, like, we we would just sit there and go, how is this taken as, like, true fact? Where are the phone records? Mm-hmm. And this was, yeah. like, years ago when, when your phone bill used to show you every single phone call that you yep. made. Yeah. So you would have it on a phone bill. You remember back in the day? It's mm-hmm. like, where's the phone yeah. records? You're going to say you made this call and this call and this call. Like, that means nothing. I mean, it's just such a joke. Right. Like, there's no, like, you yeah. can just run your mouth. Oh, yeah, there's a, well, why can't I then? I'll just run my mouth and make yeah. stuff up. You yeah, because it's like, you know, because I probably could have gone back on my phone records and looked, you know, if you say I made this call and this call and this call to you, I want to see the phone record. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's yeah. just it, it's just such a can- they call it another way. Another word is the kangaroo court. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It is. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that would be good in Australia, the kangaroo court. Oh, 
We do. Yep. We have my my story actually involved a kangaroo, um, so that's <laughs> really um, my is a long story. But when I saw my particular our family's issue lasted three years, and in that three years, and I was said it, the first hearings I never knew there was a guardianship issue at play because the first member I look and she was rare. I always say this, she was very rare. I found it to be ethical. I found it to be looking at the facts, looking at um, they were lying to her. The guardians were lying to this particular member, and she, I could see she didn't like to be lied to. But now knowing the system, I had seen and I have attended hundreds of cases. I would say that ten have been very good members. Okay, but the rest really are handpicked, and then they're really, really quite scary. Um, I witnessed, and fortunately, I could read, and I was trained to read medical reports. I saw how they are running this racket. I saw exactly how doctors work with the guardians, how they can yep. pass, you know, in terms of capacity, someone who's lost capacity, just to in order to revoke any current powers of attorney that are in place. And then they sign them up down the road um, to new paperwork. I saw and I have seen um, um, people who have capacity, um, whether it's a physical illness or a temporary illness or just a, you know, the, the victim has been drugged and then a capacity test undertaken. I have seen all of this. And to see the little tricks that these guardians with doctors and social workers, I've seen social workers and a JP assist capacity, occupational therapists assess capacity, uh, people dying on their deathbeds, being signed up to new wills, losing capacity in South Australia, even if you have lost capacity by a court the public guardians or the public trustee can change your will in their presence and their presence alone. Um, oh, wow. Many wow. don't understand wow. that, many don't get it, that the guardian and the trustee or the administrator override next of kin. So if you're married in Australia or you have a son or a daughter or a brother or a sister or a sibling, this guardian that is selected by a tribunal, a tribunal made up of members handpicked by the Attorney General's office, the Attorney General's office that benefits from the decision, okay, and in, in an arena that can ignore evidence, okay, act any way they see fit, limit your access to an appeal only on a question or an error of law to a proper courtroom, allows defamation and does not charge anyone for lying because it's a protected arena, and doesn't follow court rules, what do you expect to happen? Especially when the, yeah. when the member is immune from prosecution. Well, of course, it, it's a setup. It's a, the fix is in. It's a con. Yeah. And um, when you start, these tribunals are my um, arena because we'll always have predators. We will always have abusers, we'll always have family members squabbling, whatever. When we go into a courtroom or a tribunal, it should be independent. The, the, the adjudicator or the judge should be independent. It should be a public hearing. You should have the right to cross-examine. You should have the right to your attorney. Your money should not be used to fund 
your case against you, which is absolutely happening in Australia. You should not, should here not be an entrapment process. And you should be able to appeal a decision to a higher court based on evidence and a question of law. And because they've tied up the evidence part, because, you know, the facts are... The facts lead to the truth. They're not interested in the truth. Our legislative arm of government have stitched up our legislation so tightly. You cannot appeal. You cannot escape. You cannot seek recourse. Mm -hmm. You cannot, um, um, you know, uh, ask for, for a review of your own decision. And many people die languishing in either group homes or aged care facilities. And I believe that the source of this is the Attorney General's office, obviously the state, and these tribunals. These tribunals are dangerous to our democracy. They are dangerous in the wrong hands with human rights where there are massive conflicts of interest. Tribunals can work if there were no conflicts of interest, if they weren't hijacked. That's the election process. Who adjudicates? Well, you know, okay, has to be so here, Chris, yeah, here, there, know, see, they just came so out and said that... Uh, uh, guardians and their attorneys this also includes social workers anybody affiliated with that court is determined to have immunity from prosecution yes, because they yes, are yes, officers yes. of the court no they are not these are paid employees of various agencies privately owned businesses they are not officers of the court officers of the court are maybe attorneys that are have sworn an oath to that court and I keep trying to explain to people when these, uh, when you get an attorney and you go into the, that courtroom or even that tribunal, that attorney, the reason they'll stand there and not defend you, not pre present a case, not do anything, is because they have sworn an oath to that court to protect it from you. Their first obligation is to that court. And But That's this it. is what I'm saying, that, that they're extending this immunity. Our 14th Amendment says the law will be applied equally to all men. It doesn't say if you're wearing a black robe or you call yourself a guardian or you call yourself this or that or something else. And just because you work in this arena, well, now you have immunity. You can be as corrupt as you want. You can kill people. They won't do anything to you. And they do kill people. I, I firmly believe that. We have seen too many cases where once the estate is bled off and they've got everything, the person just serendipitously drops over dead. Only you don't know yep. about it for, like, say, weeks or months. And um, uh, and I truly believe this, Chris. I truly, many of these people are actually serial killers. I truly believe that. I think they are latent serial killers. This is as close they can get to actually doing it and still stay out of jail. I truly believe that. These people are sick. Nurses, They're extremely nurses sick. Nurses have been caught. Nurses have been caught in Australia. Um, uh, with insulin and, and, and morphine and, um, uh, you know, basically killing people and killing the vulnerable mm -hmm. and for various reasons. Yep. But we often see uh, vulnerable people. There have been lately three, four cases that uh, I was um, the family asked me to review their case and to actually help them. And early in the morning, just before these three hearings, the vulnerable person passed away which is really interesting because there was no... Re one, one young lady was 20 years of age, so um, there was no reason for that. So it, it starts to... I'm not accusing anyone, but it makes you... Yeah. 
no one is there. So we, and family have to provide access, which is even more concerning because there is no one there and legally they're not allowed to access their loved ones. And look, really, what we see, it's not a system that you might faith in. So the question mark exists in regards to everything, Marty, and, and Claude. You know, we've seen... We've seen it. Sometimes you can't prove a lot of what we do, what we yep. see, but we know. Um, and yep. we warn people: please stay with your loved one if you can. Please, um, you know, one of the most. Well, you know, it's it's like we were talking earlier, Chris. Uh, like in in Gaza's case with her uncle, running everybody out of the courtroom. If what you're doing mm-hmm. is legitimate, upboard, and lawful. Why would you want any witnesses to it to leave the room? But the fact of the matter is right. what goes on in there reaches such a level of corruption and is such a set-up deal. It was all set up before you ever got in there. They don't want any witnesses. They don't. And the other thing they do, if you ask for a court transcript, cost of it will be exorbitant to try and stop you from getting it. And then you don't know how much of it has been altered or redacted or, you know, but this is, uh, you know, and this is happening globally. This isn't just happening here or in Australia. We've heard from people in several different countries about they're doing the same thing here. And they're, like I said before, there's there's names, there's, you know, different names for like the tribunals or who the actors in this are. Mm-hmm. They have maybe different names, but it's the same system. Japan, um, the lady there told me, she said, we have elderly people who have simply disappeared. She said they show mm-hmm. up, they mm-hmm. take them, and she said you never see them again. And she said, and then somebody uh-huh. comes in, gathers up all their personal possessions, and they're gone. And if they own their little apartment or cubicle or whatever, it's quickly sold off. And she said you never know what happened to those people. And she said this is going on all the time. And she said, we're watching a purge taking place. But we are here and in Australia and in France and Germany and England. We are watching the same yeah. thing happen. They are they are purging the elderly. And most particularly right now, they're after the elderly with assets. It's something that can be gotten for we're going to get rid of you. And while we're getting rid of you, we want all your stuff. And yeah. I say that our politicians, either there or here, sit by and watch this death machine roll and don't do anything don't do anything um one of the articles i wrote mentioned the fact that it's you know well i never heard of such a thing well it must be an isolated incident no it isn't uh well no i didn't have any idea this was going yeah you did we've written you 15 other times um and you know this they try to create plausible deniability but they all know so that the fact that they know tells me they are complicit. They are part of the program. They are providing the political cover for what's going on. They are, they are because mm-hmm. in, in our case, what I saw very similar to Cos as well, um, obviously I was driving a lot of the questioning because I was, um, I understand capacity and assessment of capacity quite well, and that's the key to all of this. And I understood a little bit about the law and and clearly the accounting side. So I could see there was something seriously wrong. And I questioned every step of the way. Three years, a three-year fight ensued. And we had 
basically became, you know, um, a, a loved one with a challenging uh, illness and we had the family all in agreement, no conflict at all. And to see me isolated, no family member was allowed to witness me being interrogated in this room, no witnesses, right? And that transcript of that day mysteriously disappeared, by the way. So VCAC would oh. never find that transcript. Yeah, my train, every time I, the last three times I've attended VCAC, well, they don't invite me anymore for some reason. They don't love me. Um, uh, the, the last uh, few uh, hearings, my transcripts suddenly disappear. They have technical issues. Um, my sister's transcript, my husband's and, and the others and the doctors didn't disappear. So because I outed them on, on there, I, I called it what it was. It is corruption. When you're witnessing lawyers during a proceeding signing up an already diagnosed person to new legal documents whilst proceedings are on foot in a courtroom, that would be perverting the course of justice. There are no rules in a tribunal. They can turn a blind eye. Willful blindness is run supreme in these tribunals. When you tell people that transcripts can go missing, that an innocent person can be demonised, you know, worse than Pol Pot, basically, um, that you, you can be um, uh, allegations, untested allegations against your character, no evidence to, to support anything, can be used against you um, and, and even accepted as fact with no proof. And you tell them, they say, oh, they can't do that. Oh, no, no, we have a court system. We have powers of attorney. And I tell people, mm -hmm. it's an illusion. It's all an yeah. illusion, an illusion of safety, an illusion of justice, and an illusion mm -hmm. that, you know, your government loves you and they care about you and they will look at... Look in any aged care facility. There are some really good ones here, but there are some really bad ones. The Greek, the Greek nursing home, St Basil in, in Victoria, has been absolutely rubbished. Uh, 50 people, it wasn't even COVID, that were neglected, allegedly neglected and starved to death. Now I'm of oh, wow. background. So for me, witnessing... This has been horrifying. But as we've seen, we saw this with Jewish care as well. There were allegations made by Mr. D, remember? And yep. we have. We see it all the time. They isolate. They use trespass laws. They do. We've seen people heavily medicated. We have video footage in um, South Australia of someone, um, footage of someone being dosed up with morphine who died the next day. Um, mm -hmm. We've got all this footage of people being entrapped. We have a gentleman in South Australia whose mother, I have videos of poor Joan, okay? I want to leave. I want to get out. And the tribunal, because South Australia is absolutely beyond saving, I think. It needs to be shut down and people should be, in my opinion, arrested ASAP. Um, it is the worst of the worst, South Australia. I think Tasmania yeah. is probably second. But... Um, these little little counties, these little country towns, they seem to be the most collusive of the lot. Um, they seem mm -hmm. to have a network that really works well. And once they have you, once they target you and identify you as a target, your rights are removed over the phone, under half an hour in some cases. Mm -hmm. And before you can have finish your cup of tea, you're dead under the law. And somebody else, yeah. a complete stranger, has usurped your name 
and is starting to act in your name, selling off your real estate, okay, denying yep. you access, okay, changing your medical services, you know, your voting, your advocacy, end of life, all of that is stripped from you, your income and your pensions and all your income and your businesses and your share portfolio and your 401s and your compensation and your inheritance and the best thing in Australia, if you become a prisoner in Australia, the public trustee steps in as well. So there's all these incentives to jail you. There's an incentive to put you into aged care because there's a capital commission that they generate by removing you from your home and selling it off. And the banks love it as well. And we saw this lovely propaganda fest last year, can you trust your family? Big ads, can you trust your family? And who was financing that ad? Well, the Banking Association and the Federal Government of Australia. And, um, and why would the banks be so interested about your family? Well, when they sell off that house, that's where the money goes. Okay, in the, the bank. bank. So they need more money. So this is just an intergenerational sex. That's all it is. Before yeah. the kids get it, all the relatives get it, we're going to get it. That's your government. Yeah. That's these institutions. And elder abuse in Australia has now changed. The definition now is it's family abuse, a form of domestic violence. Professional white-collar professionals are not deemed elder abusers, nor are institutions. Yeah. So I'm yeah. waiting for the next legislation. Now, there's a Crimes Act in every state. These mm -hmm. are criminal matters. It requires mm -hmm. a criminal investigation into the state. But how do you sue the Crown? How do you investigate the Crown? Okay, we have mm -hmm. a lady in, in, in Bundaberg, okay? Okay, I believe she has been captured by a particular group, okay? She has a loved one who wants to help her escape. Oh, well, we're seeing the police step in. We're seeing people being, you know, threatened, lawyering up, okay? That's what we're seeing. We're seeing threats. Anyone who's deemed a threat to breaking this racket will have the full force against them, okay? We have people in Queensland. We have people in New South Wales fighting the same system. We have a lovely gentleman who fortunately, his fa the father and stepmom, okay, he wants to be near his family, but because they are divorced, yes, divorced. Divorce is deemed a conflict, enough to lose your child to a system, okay? So this is, yeah. I had a lady who called me up, an 84-year-old lovely lady who said to me, I've just lost my son. I've just got my 54-year-old son moved as his mother by a complete stranger. And why? Because she complained about the level of service that her son was receiving. So what was the solution? Oh. Remove, remove her, the threat. And that's really happening. And NDIS in this country and aged care, okay, it is all working with the public. We look at aged care abuse and four corners of the public story on that and we've seen... ABC tackling now other areas, but guardianship encompasses all of that. And, they, yep. and it's the real, real story how taking someone's identity, you control every aspect of their life. You can divorce them, you can issue ADOs against family intervention orders, so you can stop family, you can.
get your stress passports. Imagine someone owning your name, Martin. Yes, yeah. oh, exactly. You're dead. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't yep. keep on a radio show anymore. I own you. Your personal yep. decisions, exactly. your money, your medical. You know, Marty, I can kill you. I can, it's not called murder. It's called hey. euthanasia. <laughs> That's yeah. what they call it. I can do it. Yeah. And I'm your guardian. I am Marty. And how scary is that? And I'm yeah, like and here. they do the same thing yeah, here. They do the same thing here. Yeah. And, and, and you, we we got Sorry. the wait a minute. We got the um, we got people thumbing up for the hog report. So hold on a second. <laughs> it is the hog report. Cause go ahead. Oh, oh my goodness! Oh. I'm so excited. Chris gets to be on while we're doing the hog report. The hog report is brought to you by Shenanigans in the Montgomery County Facebook page, and that is an awesome Facebook page. And they monitor all the corruption that goes on in the Montgomery County Courthouse, complete with court documents. It's a great place to meet people and get to find other victims of the Montgomery County Courthouse. It's been a huge blessing to get to know a lot of the people. And, yep, everything has court documents with it. There's, like, really neat YouTube videos you can watch. Well, they're not neat. They're kind of disgusting. But, I mean, you should pull the head out of the sand and go educate yourself, especially if you live in Montgomery County. And Montgomery County play – or uh, the shenanigans in the face um, – Shenanigans in Montgomery County Court Facebook page played nice and did something that what they were asked of, and so we will wait and see if what we want to see happens in return happens. So anyway, today's today's hog report is about the lying hog. And now, Marty, sometimes these hogs tell lies. They tell lies because no. they want to make themselves. I know. I know. Uh, they, and they do it with ease. They tell lies because they want to make themselves look better. They love telling lies about other people. They love to accuse other people of doing things. They like to make up stuff about other people, always to make themselves look better or to achieve the outcome that they wanted. They have do not care who is hurt in these lies or how much damage happens in these lies. And usually because they're surrounded with some of their fellow hogs, they get away with their lies. Marty, have you (laughs) ever met a lion hog? Yeah, the whole whole hog herd. Yeah. Yeah. The whole herd of them. Oh, yeah. Chris, yeah, imagine the mud. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For legal reasons, I can't discuss the few hogs that yeah. are in my life, um, yeah. I've had to take legal action. Uh, look, I don't know the, if, if certain, and I'm sure this is the same in America, if certain people focus more on, um, and I, I think, you know, we've got enough dealing with the guardianship predators and we need to focus our attention. We're not all going to get along. We're all going to have different opinions and whatever, but mm-hmm. to target people, and I see many um, of our members target to target people to lie to um, you know use um, yeah. to, to lie and make up stories is I won't go down that road I'm not interested if I'm not in, if someone lies or I don't like them I just don't deal with them 
for me, yeah. we're just don't deal with them. I mean, I'm not going to waste yeah. their time or mine or whatever. But no, they don't yeah. seem to um, have that. They seem to become obsessive. Um, yeah. There has been, oh, you're going to laugh at the latest story with me. There was, um, during the COVID um, lockdown, there was a particular woman in another state who apparently looks like me, but it's not me. And it yeah. really doesn't look like me, but there is, apart from the hair and the glasses, you could yeah. probably say, well, there's some similarities. Um, somebody or a few people uh, decided to send this video to various reporters saying that is Christine, that yeah. she has been arrested and that I am a criminal. I'd like to say yeah. I've never been charged with anything in my life. I am a, yeah. an accountant. I can't be charged. I'll, I'll lose my licence to practice. And I have um, licences like yeah. second-hand dealers that I deal with as well. So um, I have never been charged with an offence. I have certainly never been put in a paddy wagon and arrested. Yes. Um, I but see, that's, 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 that's the thing, Cosby. Yeah, they, they it do happens lie. to me. They, they yeah. do lie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they don't I care mean, how bad they hurt you doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard of lion hogs, like, filing uh, police reports against people, lying in court about other people. I mean, I, I'm sure a guardian could stand there and lie in court. Oh, no, I never did that. Or I, I mean, yeah, I just lying hogs. Yeah. It's disgusting, actually. It's really it's sick. Sick. And it's really... Yeah. Uh, narcissistic behaviour and, um, and and it could be look a sign of mental illness in some people, I'm not sure. But I think that we deal with enough pressure in, in our... And you've got to wonder why certain people do certain things. I, I, and I, and I'm, I'm still new to this, Marty, you're the expert, but I've seen many... Because many glory hogs, and I know there's a few in America and, I've, and I know who they are, that it's about me, 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 look at me, I'm wonderful. Um, then you've got people lying about, um, it's just, just to bring the attention back to them. Um, and then there's what I've seen um, is there's monetary gain because what we all do is for free and we do it to educate and to inform the public of the pitfalls of guardianship. And there are people, and Marty, you told me this when we first actually met, uh, you said to me, there are people that are in this, they want the system to keep going cause, because they profit from it. Um, yeah. There's lying everywhere. You just People have self-interest. I don't know. Uh, it is tiring. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but it gets very tiring when you, you know, you're constantly being attacked and you haven't done anything. And yeah. look, I think sometimes... Silence is best with some of these people, and if worse things worse comes to worse, you have to take legal action. And um, you know, uh, yeah, I've I've seen a few. It's not just one or two people. I've seen quite a few that I've just no, no, thank you. But we've got the glory hogs here too. So yeah, I don't know well, what it's like. Is it pretty bad? Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> we've got a pastor here who's jumped into the fray on our behalf, and mm-hmm. he said, you know, play nice. Play nice and um, basically don't let your temper get the best of you and all this stuff. And yeah. it's very angry. Um, we're hoping with this gentleman's uh, appearance in things, and uh, he comes very highly uh, recommended. And um, we're hoping that yeah. it will, you know, ease things up. But, yeah, we all face the 
<laughs> the lion glory hug. Yeah. Good Lord, ever. And um, yeah, because he said you want to finish up is, with there. Well, sure. I talked to the pastor. Well, he he found us. Was that like a couple weeks ago? He was listening to a show. And he's out of Montgomery County, and, of course, we are not going to say his name, but I got to pitch his fake name because he's Pastor Lightning Rod. I gave him that name. Ah. And so, I know. So, anyway, we, Marty and I, have been asked to do something that we felt was going against our constitutional rights, but Pastor Lightning Rod told Marty and I that we are going to play nice and we did get a hold of Mr. Shenanigans, and Mr. Shenanigans is playing nice. Now, Marty and I only play nice for a short while, and then yes. you know, yeah, because but we're yeah. very, but we're very, we're and so we're not talking about what the situation is, but everyone should know there's some there's a hornet's nest stirred up. So anyway, yeah. Marty and I and Mr. Shenanigans, we're all playing nice. And um, Pastor Lightning Rod told me, because we know that the Otholes are listening into the show, so he told mm-hmm. me that he has, he, I'm passing on the sermon. Are you guys ready? Okay. Yes. It's coming out of me. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, because it's <laughs> Christmas time, Pastor Lightning Rod said that he is actually praying for the Otholes. They're actually being prayed for. And he is praying that they will have, like, a Charles Dickens Christmas. And that's an old story. Isn't it like there's the three spirits and the one of Christmas yeah. past, the one of the present, and one of the future? And so he mm-hmm. said that he is praying that the Otholes will um, have a Charles Dickens Christmas and come to recognize the, what they're doing and how they're affecting people. And he also makes me and Marty have to be nice when we don't want to be nice. And he also did, he also did, because this is why he's Pastor Lightning Rod, he also has a Bible quote that he would like the Otholes to hear, and it is, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? So we know the Otholes are listening. We even think they have Mm -hmm. someone taking transcripts of this. And so would you please Mm -hmm. type that in? Type your Bible. I'm not sure where, where that is. I'm sure they can Google it. It's somewhere in the Bible. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? So as you are getting all the money and power that you want, you are in the long run losing your soul. And so because Pastor Lightning Rod is probably nicer than me and Marty, he is praying for you to have a child to have a Charles Dickens Christmas and for you to be visited by the spirits and that you would mend your wicked ways. And oh, I just... yes. Yes, yes. isn't he a fun one? There are many of them. There are many of them. Yeah, there are many of them. 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 We've come across dozens and dozens of these glory hogs, and um, for different reasons, they do what they do. And good yeah. luck to them. Off you go. But um, yeah. we block. We don't waste our time. We're, we're on a serious mission right. to so expose this one. You guys are. And it, it, it's it's you've got to wonder why people. You know, I always look at and wonder. You know, 
it, it would be such a beneficial system if everyone, you know, you don't have to be to have the same personality and like each other, but if you're all on the same page, hey, let's expose this and let's get it out there. It's almost like there are certain people, you know, certain groups or whatever people that don't want to. And I know in America that's very common. I know certain groups there that I would not go near, okay? I've made it clear to certain groups that have contacted mm-hmm. us from the, you know, we deal with you, Marty. Yeah. God, we deal with a select few people only because there's something that, you know, I find that they're using Marty's another reason, not to inform the public, not to expose what's going on, but to self-interest. And if I see self-interest, look, I've always said it, anyone who charges a fee, providing free advice, anyone who um, wants to become an administrator or um, be gifted something in the will, we don't deal with them because that's not what we do. Our right. aim is to get this out and say, hey, wake up, wake up, this yep. is real. Um, yeah. I, I think for some it's a business, sorry. And um, I know in I know in America I was contacted by one of the glory hogs, okay, and last oh. year. And um, yeah, I was contacted by one of them, and I made it very clear that um, Asgar won't have anything to do with them. And look, I, I won't say which state in America identified the um, the group or the individual. But, um, yeah, we're not interested, you know, apart from NASCAR and, um, and yourself, Marty. We don't, we don't really deal with anyone else in America. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We're pretty We are just too. revealing there is an international glory hog. Oh, breaking no. News. <laughs> this is breaking news. Yeah. The yeah. international yeah. glory hog. Oh, yeah. my yeah. goodness. Everywhere yeah. I and show we up. last year. And then yeah. our site was trolled. Our site was trolled in May. I think it was your your friends Marty over there um, in, in in America, yeah. and we had to clean up all these, you know, posts and everything else. And yeah. Um, yeah. that's why we announced that we said, look, we're only working with Marty. We're only working with. We've got a lady here, Marty. We've, we're only working with you know NASCA. Trying to make it clear that you know. There's, there's only certain people we'll deal with because they have proven, uh, and it's not a reflection that anyone else is bad if we don't deal with them. People have other groups, and they're very, there are many good guardianship groups out there. It's just that um, we formed these alliances early, and they work, yes. and there's trust that yeah. develops. And when trust develops, it's really good. Um, you need well, to you trust the, the thing people. Is, Chris, really yeah. The thing is, everywhere I go, I show up, the glory hogs follow. And they immediately try to insert themselves into everything, and they're the only one you should be talking to, and they're the only one that knows anything. And if it wasn't for them and, you know, all this stuff, but this happens no matter where I make a connection, these people show up every time, and they will try to post stuff to your site. They will try to send you stuff to post, telling you what a great, you know, advocate, activist they are. And I, the, one, the one line I love the most, it was actually posted to the PPJ, was, my legitimacy is beyond reproach. <laughs> Who in the hell talks oh, about dear, themselves yeah. like that? I mean, for God's sake. Yeah. Uh, you well, know, I'm going to yeah. do a brag on you, Marty, because Marty will never, like, brag about herself. 
So in no, a week, in doesn't. a one week period, Marty, there's about four shows that you run a week, and Marty has internationally about 900,000 listeners a week. And Marty can actually see like what countries are calling in. And it's been fun. Like after the shows, I'll be like, oh my gosh, who called in? I remember one time there was a bunch from Spain that you noticed had called in. Yep. I'm guessing there's a lot um, from Australia right now. Who, what zip yep. code, or what is it? An area code. You see an area code. What are you see? Yeah. Who's the big listener? Who's the big listener tonight? We are eaten up with area code 610 and 215. Oh, I wonder, I believe that is in Pennsylvania. Well, 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 isn't that interesting? That's not usually always the case, is it? No. Well, well, well. It's the congregation listening. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I can only see a limited number of who's calling in, but the board is full of, uh, aside from us three, uh, the board is full of 610s and 215s. Marty, you have, and I know you don't talk a lot about yourself, but because of you and because of how, because after our group, when we we started, you know, we we knew what, what we saw, what we witnessed, but Marty was able to explain to us. And, and it was like a light bulb. It was like, oh, my God, you know, and, and it, you know, it was like, wow. And someone finally got it and connected the dots for us. And it was because of Marty this was able to happen. And we have, uh, Marty was instrumental in exposing um, the elder abuse that, that occurred in, in, in Jewish, or the alleged um, yeah. allegations made by Mr. D regarding the, the um, Jewish care facility um, and the allegations in regards to many of the guardianship systems. And, and you actually, part of your show was actually aired all over Australia. It was quite, it was quite interesting. And yeah. <laughs> really, Marty, you've had that impact because these allegations, and we'll have to say the word allegations, these allegations would not have made, would not have seen the light of day if certain people did not appear on your show, okay? And I know our members are thankful, okay, people that listen in, because you've given people a voice, which is great, and you've given us a voice. And in Australia before, you know, people never knew there was abuse going on here. Um, Australia was very quiet. They've really got a tight lid in terms of social media here and, and defamation. So you've been able to help a lot of members tell their story, and I know you don't, um, you know, you, do, you don't say anything, but you've really, really helped a lot of people, and you've really particularly helped us, the core members wow. of ASCA, really understand how this racket, because it's the same racket. It's exactly yeah. the same. It's just different names, but it's the same. It's textbook. Yes. And I was talking yes. to Lisa, um, Melinda, and it's a textbook. Identify, yes. you know, strip away their rights, isolate them, medicate them, you know, liquidate the estate, make sure no one can complain anywhere, and then kill them off. And it sounds... Yes. I can actually now, when, when someone calls us up, we know exactly. And, and you've been able to do that. And I don't know what these glory hogs go on about in America. We've isolated a lot of them. There are many, um, many from the U.S. that, are real, that, you know, have come through to us via your show. Uh-huh. And they're not—they're obviously just members and people. But 
No, our, our affiliations are very closely knit to yourself and that. Same here. So, we're the same way. You know, and we, we, we're very thankful for everything and for, um, for everything you've done for us here in Australia. Yeah. Oh, well, we do what we can. We're down to about five minutes here. This is our Christmas show, everybody. Merry freaking Christmas. If you're under a guardianship, my deepest sympathies. Um, yeah. I don't know how we will celebrate Christmas this year knowing so many people are have been captured in this system and are suffering yeah. as we celebrate. I, I can't bring myself to do it knowing that. Um, it, this is, it, it's a tragedy on so many levels. And yes, it, is it is such an abomination uh, to the human race, quite honestly. But we do have, we are beset by a pack of predators. And I'm going to say yeah. this, and you can think what you want, but these people are different than the rest of us. I've seen stuff recently here from the science community about there is two and possibly three different species of human being on the earth right now. We are not all the same. And... I think this would account for the large number of predators running in the population that have no empathy, no sympathy, no conscience, no morals, no integrity. They have nothing. And but they look like you and me. And uh but I think this would explain it. They are different in their genetic makeup and they are different in their mental attitude towards things. Um you can't have this many predators and it be an incidental or coincidental thing. No. I think we are beset no. by a different species. I truly do believe that the more I read about it. Um, but this is a pack of wolves, and they're preying on everybody they can. And what really shocks me, and then i got to get to the closing here, is the number of women involved in it. To me, this yeah. is, you know, men I can yeah. understand, but it's yeah. the number of women. And they seem to be the yeah. not only... Uh, the most vicious, but mm-hmm. the most deadly. And that mm-hmm. actually uh, gives me the creeps to think about that. But anyway, we are down to the end of our show. Chris, thank you so much for calling in from Australia. We appreciate oh, thank it. You. Thank and, you. Thank yeah, you. Kazi, yeah, we just, we're we're standing in hot water, but we're still standing, girlfriend. And, uh, and we're being nice. You know, I, and we're playing yeah, nice. Uh, Yes, we're we are very nice people. Contrary to the rumor being spread here that we're both very mean, and especially I know. me. And I have, oh, by the way, Chris, I have, I have corrupted cause. That's the whole thing. She was really sweet till I got a hold of her, and um, oh, yeah. I have corrupted her. And uh, but anyway, everybody have a have a have a good Christmas. Well, she, you, you too, Marie. Yeah. Yeah, and you too, guys. Everyone calls, everyone from us. Merry Christmas. Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Christmas to you too. Yes. And uh, I, I just, I don't know where we go from here. But when we come back in January, it's going to be gloves off. And uh, this has gone too far. Yeah. It's gone on too long. <laughs> we have no support from our politicians, from our governors, the DOJ, yeah. from yeah. states' attorney generals. We have no support. This is up to us. Um, we can't look elsewhere for help because it isn't there. And um, oh, so everybody, let's hope this next new year sees a bunch of these predators go down. Um, if I have anything to do with it, they will. 
And um, yeah. we'll just be plugging away. Everybody, again, Merry Christmas. Have a safe Merry holiday Christmas. and good night. Good night. Bye.